There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt-Bernard, Tevin Pittman. We got Tevin and Doug in on the same day. And Alex mm-hmm. might waltz in any old time. I'm going to be late. Hard to believe. <laughs> we will be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, not Michael Bryant, but his best friend, Doug Sprinthal. <laughs> yes. In the whole world. <laughs> In the whole world. <laughs> and uh, happy birthday to his lovely wife, Beth, yep. who oh. I think had a birthday oh. yesterday. Yesterday she, I'm not was on Elizabeth's Facebook. birthday. I'm not on. Me either. I know I don't you've know. been avoiding it. That's I good. Just, I'm trying to. I think it's been nine months since I posted anything. Wow. So let's do a quick car ad and we'll get the, the, the show started. We've got a special at our two Nissan stores. Coon Rapids Nissan up in Coon Rapids, the house of J-Lo, and then Burnsville Nissan in Burnsville. Zero percent financing. This is a big deal. 72 months on brand new 2020 uh, Nissan Murano's. Also comes with Walzer's exclusive 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty, absolutely free. We also have zero percent for 60 months on brand new Rogues as well. But I think the 072 on uh, the Murano, I can't remember the last time we did that. We've been pushing leases. This is a great opportunity for people that are interested in buying. Check it out at Coon Rapids Nissan or Burnsville Nissan in Burnsville. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. I thought that sounded professional. You were, I'm, I'm, I'm so amazed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was really good. All right, like one take, one take, man. Dougie is in on a Monday because all we do now is do spots for Andrew. And 
Well, other maybe, guy. maybe Paul. Yeah. Maybe Paul. We're not sure. His Royal Highness, Paul, wherever he may be. I did like that you clarified where your Burnsville store was. Yes. I know. Just well, I know it's tough with the names to yeah. figure out the locations. <laughs> Burnsville. In Apple was. Valley. Right. Burnsville's we, large. We named it Burnsville fair. to trick you. <laughs> it's all true, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this uh, this just came across 11.34, so six minutes ago. Jesus. Breaking news. Fresh news. MPR reporter quits says bosses covered for current DJ accused of sexual misconduct. What NPR doesn't have any DJs? Well, no, they have the. I think the public radio is the current also, which is eighty nine. Uh, yeah, I like, think Mary oh Lucia is on that. And oh, she is. Well, you know they have to have special people to press every single button. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. So. And that's where your buddy, the uh, Australian dude, is from. Oh, the guy who can't say current. Yeah. The current. <laughs> yes. What? That's what? what? Oh, you gotta that's warn we, somebody. That's what he says. You just hey, drop Catherine. <laughs> He was much more clear about the current than the guy actually says when he says it. Because he goes, I'm not going to put the T on it, but he goes, you're listening to the cun. Yeah. What? Is he doing it No, he's Australian. He can't say current. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to make just a drop, so anytime he wants to say the yeah. current, they can right. he just press a button. <laughs> <laughs> the Stephen Hawking current. current. So who got busted? Who does it? Minnesota Public Radio's award-winning uh, arts reporter Marianne Combs announced her resignation from NPR News on Monday, accusing management of covering for on-air personality uh, at sister station 89.3. Good guess. He was somebody from the con. <laughs> I didn't put the uh, a T on there. I oh, want you to notice that. Thank you for that. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> he didn't, yeah, didn't quite finish. First time <laughs> I heard him. Similar to the Minnesota Vikings. Who the hell did he say he did that song? <laughs> Where do they play it? Uh, in any case, 89.3, The Current, who has been accused of repeatedly uh, repeated sexual misconduct toward women and girls at NPR? Boy, that's a bold So what's different there. from any uh, other radio station? Politicians, sports yeah, yeah. people. Right, exactly. What's new? <laughs> oh well. So the well, current yeah, is do. part of the NPR. It's a public radio brand yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's public radio. There are more public radio stations oh, yeah. in Minnesota than any other yeah, state in the not, union. Yeah, what it's what I love NPR. about that is no one can agree on how much public assistance that they actually get. I know it's yeah. hilarious. Like how much tax money they actually a ton. get. It's well, like 60%. Well, well. It really is. And everybody's well, like, only 3%, 6%, 2 yeah, It's like 60% if you really look into it. Yes. Yeah, 60%. So since it's 60%, they should be more balanced. Absolutely, because we're all paying not. for it. Yes. So but, here's a rock <clears throat> a rock trivia question. Mary Lucia, <laughs> who's a DJ on that station, you know who her brother is? Santa? No. Santa Lucia? Santa Lucia. Paul Santa Lucia. Oh, you know, you know I, think, I think I did know that. Mary was never a big fan of mine when she was over at Rev 105. Oh, that's right. I don't she know what the hell I did to her, but Radio. she was never all that friendly to me. She, uh, it was a weird story. She got stalked and she was off the air for I remember about that. A year. I, yeah, I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I could have helped her out with it, but she wouldn't talk to me. Helped her out? I just kick you? mine in the nuts. <laughs> and then they go just go knee right in the nuts. <laughs> don't, you go, don't you go track somebody else down? Well, you were, Stalking you somebody. That's a lot of energy to put into... What do you think? Like, just a random, like, relationship, quote-unquote, yeah, yeah. well, that you're not... It's a weird obsession. Well, yeah. It's it was, sick this obsession. guy was, like, following her around and pulling up next to her at Target. And Why didn't she tell anyone? Why didn't she knee him in the nuts? she did. I don't... I just wanted to get a picture with her. All I wanted was... trying to say hi. She was out every day. Hey, your mud flap is loose. <laughs> right. No, I don't know. She should have Your mother called. She's in the hospital, and she told you to follow me. Exactly. My editors have failed to move forward on the story Combs said in a letter pointing to months of reporting that NPR management declined to make public. In that time, I gathered testimony from eight women who say they, oh. that he sexually manipulated and psychologically abused them. Doug. I your people. DJ. You, you can listen tell to by this voice. Trash. I'm, psychologically I'm not abusing a professional you. radio person. Who psychologically abused? Um, the women by this disc jockey at the current. But they don't name the disc jockey. I don't think not yet they haven't. Oh, she Combs did not name the man. It says. Oh, so she's also trying to. I got this to say. Protect him. If you're, you got a a disc jockey that's psychologically abusing you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can put a stop to that real fast. I mean. I think so. Well, but at that, I mean, they're your superior. It's like the stuff you hear all the time. A DJ, not generally. Not if you're a Not public in charge. figure. Well, but if you're just like an intern or something, I don't yeah. know. We're just doing over, I don't know. Well, here I just, it is. There's, think you could do there's somebody on, I think it's The Current, that does like Wednesday, your third step to the five-step program to the weekend. I know. 27,000 <laughs> times an hour. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> just cool it, bro. That's all good. God bless him. My buddy got the hook from there, didn't he? What, what's his name? Brian Oak. Brian Oak. He moved to... He moved to... Did he go to back to cities or... Oh, wait. He was at cities and then went to The Current. And now, uh, yeah, I think he... I think he's done. Got, I think he... He's doing a podcast. No. With He's doing. I have. I have oh, he, yeah, a story about it, but I don't know if wallet. it's true, so I'm just gonna not say oh, it on ahead. air. No, we like to just throw wild accusations. I can tell you off air of why I heard he's not there anymore, but I don't. Glug glug. I will not. Nor can I. I caught her with that one. Well, he's been very open with that, so. What, that he was boozing up too much? Yep. Oh, yeah. very, I, actually, I've always liked Brian. Brian's always very, very Edward pleasant to me. He's a good guy. He just likes to party. Yeah, he well, uh, who did? <laughs> recently right, had yeah. a month-long a stay person. in an inpatient treatment program. Oh, good. So, oh, really? Okay. So he's taken yeah. care of it. That's good. There you go. That he sounds like a, a good guy. Um, can I check in for a whole month? I know. <laughs> Come on. Can ward, I pretend baby? to have a There's drink? No shopping, you know. I don't yeah, care. I don't care. Didn't hear Just that be one. left no, alone really. in a room. Brought all your meals. <laughs> oh wow, he was. Yeah, in a... go sit in a circle and talk okay. about your well, feelings. Okay. I think it sounds I'm great. It's not as great as what you guys just made it sound. As they're like shaking hey. from like alcohol withdrawals or drug addiction or whatever they're oh, dealing no. with. Oh. <laughs> he was in the ER for 12 hours. Oh, oh. and then he detoxed oh. for four days after that. Oh, that's a serious. still signing up? Oh, oh, really? Oosh. Yeah. Well, I want to go to the one in like in Malibu. 
That's the one. You know, yeah. that's what that is. Did you know that? Yeah. 88 yeah. grand a month. I'm to pretty go to sure that one. you get like your <laughs> hair blown out every day. That's got to be like a scam. Like, that's how does it really cost mean. that yeah. much? There's like, no way. Yeah. People that's become alcoholics to go. That's one of those court ordered ones. Right. You know. Yeah, wouldn't you become a booze hound just to go oh, yeah. there? Right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you have to afford seasons. to go there. I'm exactly pretty sure though. insurance doesn't cover that one. Trying to What's get that called again? They don't run their ads Not much the anymore. Buddy Ford. Oh, no, no, no. The one in California. That's Palisades. Oh, yeah. Palisades, Palisades booze or hounds or something. Yeah. Palisades booze hounds. Palisades <laughs> drunks. Passages. 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 There we go. Palisades They probably passages. have a bar at the place. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, That's I knew cold. somebody that went into treatment, and after day three, he got kicked out because he was giving Ritalin to the inter to the what are the orderlies. Mm, Do I know nice. this person? Uh, yes. What? Was it Shelley? Oh, I can't. I'm not gonna say. It wasn't Shelley. Well, not now, but <laughs> later. I yeah. must know. Shelley. Yeah. I want to know who it is. All right, moving forward. <laughs> In that time, I gathered testimony from eight women who say that he sexually manipulated and psychologically abused them. Combs continued their experience to span 15 years. Describe a man who preyed on younger, sexually inexperienced women. These women encountered him while he was working at uh, other local radio stations. They are concerned that he is now using his status status as a DJ at the current. I, I might seriously, I'm gonna go vomit somewhere right okay. now. It's amazing. It's amazing, like <laughs> the lowest God. level of like quote unquote power that guys oh. will oh. use to try to like I manipulate females. Thank you for your awareness for, like, yeah. of the problem. Yeah, <laughs> it, it'd be good for getting free tickets to concerts, oh, right? Yeah, but that's about oh my it. God. And there are no concerts. Yeah, but it is amazing. Well, I you're a zero deal. I will say, like. I was just at a clothing store for children, buying clothes for the kids. That's why you were late? That's why I was late, yep. (laughs) Um, Great reason. (laughs) I was sitting in line forever because this one woman was trying to sell books to them, and they didn't want her books, and she was like, well, I'll just bring them next door to these books. It was a whole thing. Anyway... Um, wait, 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 wait. She's selling, trying to sell books to staff members. No, at a to a used, it's, it's a used kids' clothing second store. Hand. Like it's a second hand. Second a bookstore. Yes, but they okay. but they do sell books at this children's. Oh, okay, all right. Store. So it's not yeah, totally so it's, yeah, like anyway. Yeah, but like everything. they sell everything. Boys' like shirts. These are three boys' shirts of two-year-old boys. I think this is where it starts, guys. Two years old. There's one that says "Easy on the eyes," not that bad. Heartbreaker. And then lock up your daughters. I like that one. Oh, I like that one. Lock up what? your daughters. Daggers. I don't have a, I don't have a son, Daggers. but he's wearing that one. No. Hide your kids, hide like, your wives. No. It's horrible. It's this better is where than it's, Home of the Whopper. This is where it all starts, though. It's like childhood. Being, oh, yeah. I'm just brushing past it. Yeah, why talk to these people? But then. <laughs> I've seen worse stuff on girls, two-year-old no, girls' like, T-shirts. I feel like I you don't have? see stuff like that. Like, there's always, like, the daddy's little princess or Oh, no, whatever. you can find that, stuff. I, I feel like it's a lot less mm. common from what I see. And it's really interesting how it's like they give these little boys... It's like... I've never been to, into sayings on shirts. No, I'm not either. But it's almost impossible that. to find 
something that doesn't have something on it. I know. Yeah. Just get a brown shirt. shirt. Let's watch the clock here, oh, folks. Well, Come on, huh? I think Where have you been? In Alex's defense, she's a little off because she was three minutes late. Yes, three, yes, minutes three whole minutes. I'm trying to catch up here, talking as fast as I can. a minute and a half to catch up. We'll be back. With the family. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, this is a tough time for businesses, not only in the Twin Cities, but all over right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what North American Banking Company is doing for your customers? Tommy at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great <laughs> it is working with Billski. Did you record that, Andy? Could you send that to <laughs> North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Trying to get the guest on on time, but Mom and Alex, you know, it's one of those. Ones. It's Monday. We have a lot to say. So much to say, and I wasn't here last Is week. Dr. Kelly ready to go? Yep. Okay, Dr. Kelly, how are you? I'm doing very well, sir. How are you? Doing extremely well. I need you to do me one favor, though, just for this interview, just for the next 10 minutes, okay? Yes. I went to Catholic school, and every guy I knew with your name is Bobby Kelly. So can you be Dr. Bobby Kelly just for this interview? What? Of course. <laughs> he goes, well, of course. Why <laughs> not? Dr. Rob Kelly, ladies and gentlemen, Rob Kelly Recovery Group, Rob Kelly, Ph.D., has in his extensive research of addiction and recovery identified four key aspects that offer the best hope of recovery and differentiate us from uh, traditional treatment. I should also mention at this point, Dr. Kelly, that I went through an outpatient uh, program eight years ago, so I kind of know what we're going to talk about here. That's good. Excellent. That sounds awesome. It's going to be awesome. It'll, it's going to be awesome, Dr. Kelly, I will tell you. <laughs> By the way, none of the Kellys that I knew ever grew up to be doctors. They weren't that smart, so that's good. <laughs> right? Now, Dr. Kelly, they talk about your methods being unconventional. How, how unorthodox and unconventional are we talking? It's quite a bit. I've been known to curse in my time, and I've been known to get angry in my time. I like it. And uh, most of all, we do not concentrate on the drug or the alcohol. We concentrate on the mind and the brain and the neural pathways. And we're pretty aggressive about it. Where here's, here's an example. When you go to a counselor, they will ask you how you're feeling. We will tell you how you're feeling for the first 90 days to make sure that we change the neural pathways and get you on board an amazing life. So kind of that's a different. We don't follow, you know, any certain regime, and I don't answer to nobody. So probably why we're so successful. I think that's true, Dr. Kelly. Is it true, because I've heard over the years, Matter of fact, I just watched an old episode of uh, the Penn and Teller show, and they were talking about this very thing, that the success rate of stopping drinking by yourself is about 13%, and the success rate of going to AA is about 13%, that basically they were trying to say that AA does very little to help people. Is that generally true? I think AA today, to be honest with you, is different okay. from the AA originated. So I would say, I mean, my research over the last three or four years 
but AA at about 40, uh, 4% and treatment centres around 7%. Really? Really? Yes. Oh, definitely. De- definitely. We, me, and, me and treatment centres, don't we, we have an agreement. I don't like them and they don't like me. Because uh, <laughs> most treatment centres are a business. So reoccurring patients, yep. that's good for them. You know, little Johnny's going back into treatment for the fourth time, mm-hmm. paying 30000 a month. Where's your, what, what, how do you sleep at night, guys? I love it. We have it. a 97% success rate. If you come here, you're going to get well. Because, you know, this is a job to me, guys. This is a passion. You know, this is this this guy. This illness destroyed me and my family and continues to destroy my daughter. You know, so I don't want anybody to go through what, what I've gone through, to be honest. I just, I'm so passionate about it. Is it? Is, I have a question. Is it harder today because the drugs that people are using are so much more addictive? Mm. It's not just alcohol anymore. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, that's true. You know, when when fentanyl got in, introduced, and, and uh, of course there's the ice, uh, you know, crack cocaine and stuff like that. It's very difficult for the drug addict to get well. Alcoholics, uh, even though we can put them in one. It, it's a little harder because it's still a dirty disease. It's still recognized. Alcohol is socialized anywhere. You know, in fact, you know, I was in a bar once and the guy said, do you want a drink? And I said, no, I'm an alcoholic. And he said, what? I said, I'm sorry, I'm a bank robber. He said, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's I the kind of stuff that we deal with on a daily basis. It's like, Absolutely. what do you mean you don't drink? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And that's the stigma we still have because everybody drinks, everybody enjoys it, and everybody drinks when they're social. The only thing is, I mean, I would love to drink today, but I have plans for Christmas. And that's probably, you know, I will go on a bender and I will not come back. Right. But people still don't want to, people still think it's a choice. And it's not a choice. We don't have a choice. No, you're right about that. One thing I will tell you, Dr. Kelly, is that uh, it's been eight years now. Uh, they basically told me in the program, you're, you're not an alcoholic. You just have, like, mental problems. <laughs> basically, that's what they told me. So uh, I have not had any problem not drinking for the past eight years. I, I don't think that was the problem anyway. But I will tell you this, Dr. Kelly. I have maybe two or three friends left from before I went into uh, treatment. Since I stopped drinking, I've lost a lot of friends. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, I mean, I... I often say to people, you know, they say, what's it like since you're drinking? You know, are, are you healthier? So I said, yeah, I've lost about five pounds and about 30 friends. <laughs> That's about the number, Dr. <laughs> Kelly. That's about right. <laughs> that, why don't they want to be around you? Because I don't bug them about you should stop drinking or you're drinking too much. That's not, I don't do that at all. They just Everybody are, feels awkward. Yeah, Everybody, they do. What do you mean you don't drink? And it's like going back to the bank, Rob. It's like, okay. And then I still go around to people's houses now. Do I know drink? And they hide all, all the drinks, and I go, you drink it? Oh, no, 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 I, we don't drink every day. We're not drinking tonight. And I'm like, guys, come on. If I was allergic to cheese, would you hide your hamburgers away? And crazy, isn't it? You know, hiding me away from alcohol is a bit like, I don't know, I, I can't even think of, a, of something to say, but you can't hide it. But people still think they have to do, you know. And then, and then if they don't, I have friends of my wife, and they go out and they go, Oh, after we've had a few drinks, oh, it must be ter- terribly hard for you to sit here. And, like, if it was no. hard for me to sit here, I wouldn't be sitting here. No, you know? exactly. Exactly. One of the things that we do is we remove the compulsion to drink. I can't go through life going, I wish you could drink, I wish you could drink. Right. That needs right. to go. It needs to be replaced by good, healthy, you know, I'm very, very affluent today. 
I mean, I come from the streets. I lived on the street for a year, homeless because of everything. Today, I'm very affluent. Why? Because they have the addictive brain, which is a very smart brain. And I put a twist on everything. You know, it's not that I have a disease. You know, I, I, I have a superpower. That's what I have when it comes to, to running businesses and getting people well. It's like I do not have bad days today. I have better days than others, but I never have bad days. And the idea is to get to that point in your life where everything is amazing and you can be the real you. I ask most alcoholics, when's the last time you told your wife you love her? Oh, well, she knows. What? And it's just life just takes on a new meaning when you get to this point in recovery. I just wish I could get everybody that's suffering to where I am today. Because it really, I know, I can, the, the other thing I do is, I'm nearly 60. I dye my hair blonde. I wear crazy colored scrubs. I drive an extortionately expensive car. <laughs> and I live as if I'm 17 years old. And I don't care. Who right. knows it? Because it's a serious disease, and we all know how bad it is. Everybody knows somebody who suffers from addiction, and if they don't, it's probably you. So I want to make light of it and go, hey, we have a disease, guys. You know, we, we can arrest the disease, but let's have fun while we're doing it. You know, it's interesting, Dr. Kelly, because just last night, by coincidence, because I didn't know you were going to be on today, um, last night, yesterday, I should say, we had a bunch of neighbors over, and I spent pretty much the entire day being the bartender. I would go get the wine. I would open the wine. I'd pour the wine for everybody. I enjoy doing that. Matter of fact, I love grabbing a great bottle of wine, opening it, and serving it to everybody else. I still like wine, but I just don't drink it anymore. I know, and that's quite hard for people. Because what I do when I go out with my wife, my wife drinks, you know, she doesn't drink every day or every week. But when we do go out on a special occasion, she likes uh, like a German wine. I will grab the glass and smell it because I know yeah, it's German yep, wine. Yep. I'm not going to drink it, but you should see the other faces at that table when I raise that glass. <laughs> I know. They all go, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to smell it when you calm down and you can smell that aroma and it's nice and I give it to my wife and she drinks it. But yeah, I really have to look at it like, you know, I'm allergic to, to alcohol. Yeah. Just like my friends are allergic to cheese. Do I obsess on it every day? No. You know, just it's part of my life because when I when I drink it, my body gets sick and my mental obsession starts off, which says that I can get away with it. It's not going to be that bad, and I'm only hurting myself. And that is a complete lie. So you have to, in, in this game, knowledge of, of the addiction is nine-tenths of the law. If you don't know what you're dealing with, because I ask people now, what's an alcoholic? And they go, oh, it's somebody who drinks too much alcohol. And I go, wow, that's dangerous, by the way, because that's nowhere near what the truth <laughs> Well, yeah. thank you for sharing that with me. It's like, yeah. wow, okay. Now, Dr. Kelly, the number we have, uh, is, is that your, a good number for you, the 214 number? Oops. Yes, it is, yes. Oh, it is. The only reason I ask you, I'd like to, if you don't mind, there are always lots of questions about alcoholism and drug addiction and all the rest of it. I would love to be able to reach out to you if I possibly could. Definitely, 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 yeah. Yeah, you and I th Definitely. think a lot alike about this whole alcohol thing. It's like, why wouldn't I enjoy pouring wine for everybody else just because I'm not drinking it? It's not about me. It's about my guests, right? Of course, and, and, and putting them at ease. And, and for me, it's like, what can I bring to the table when I go to these occasions? But can you imagine can you imagine cooking out somewhere at your house and people coming and saying, I have hamburger with cheese, and you're going, oh, I can't touch the cheese. 
oh, don't let, don't let me see that cheese, whatever you do, because I'll freak out. <laughs> I can't make them hamburgers. Oh, no, I can't touch that cheese. What are you doing smelling the cheese? Put the cheese down. Don't smell the cheese. <laughs> Dr. Rob Kelly will be reaching out, sir. You're going to get sick of talking to me, I'll tell you that. I love talking to you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Great to be here. Thank you so much indeed. Have a good day, sir. Dr. Rob Kelly, ladies and gentlemen, the Rob Kelly Recovery Group. You can check him out. Rob Kelly, R-O-B-B-K-E-L-L-Y. It's R-O-B-B-K-E-L-L-Y dot com. I love his attitude. Yeah, no, it's funny. He's very, very funny guy. Put the cheese down. I'm addicted to the cheese. <laughs> I had a friend who said that he was allergic to alcohol. He says, yeah, every time I drink, I break out in DWIs. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So a few of those guys. <laughs> we'll be right back with the family. And a caller. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Everybody wave at Sarah. It must be a slow day at the church. She's watching. Hi, Sarah. It's my Sarah. wife, Sarah, you're the poet in my heart. Or whatever it is. Boy, huh? she'll never listen again. No. Is it one of those? No one Something will. like that. No one well, will. Yeah, what are you talking about? That's how it goes. You're don't the poet to me. in my heart. Isn't that what she, said, the, she says? I don't, I don't know. I'm not song. even sure what you're talking Sarah about. Sarah by Fleetwood Mac. You you're don't know right. that song? Oh. Sarah, you're the poet in my heart. Yeah, uh-huh. Touchdown. Terrible song. Touchdown. <laughs> Super I, corny. kicked <laughs> off the morning show, but I'm not a Stevie Nicks fan. Why a lot of people are the morning show for that? Because everybody loves Stevie Nicks. I know. She sings like a goat. Yeah. I was. Thank you. One of my one of my good friends, Kim, married her years ago. I wonder if those two kids are still together. Let's find out. No. So Kim Anderson was his name. Joe. What is your opinion on Stevie? Joe. 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 Apparently, he has no opinion. There. There he is. Who's mentally ill? Tony Lee. But we all are. Oh. Yeah. But I Some just more than others. <laughs> so what's going on with you, Joe, from Louisville? <laughs> well, I just wanted to talk about um, what he was talking about. You know, um, I went into treatment for alcohol, alcoholism. Um, spent 30 days in rehab. Learned a lot about... Uh, <laughs> drinking and yet the day that I got out I went and got drunk yeah that happens quite a bit doesn't it sounds about right 
It does. Um, it's if you want to quit, it's a personal decision. Yep. You you need to you need to want to quit from your heart. It's all true. I went into a uh, into a uh, concerned person situation where people you go in and, and you know your friends going through drug or alcohol treatment, and, and as a concerned person, you go in on their behalf. And apparently, one of the people in there was a listener or whatever, and recognized my voice. And so they, this guy looked exactly like Elvis Presley. Really? I mean, looked at, he had the long sideburns, <laughs> had the slick back hair, looked exactly like Elvis Presley. And he goes, Tom, Tom, you got to tell these people, I love being a drunk. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell them that. Yeah, yeah, loving, I got to know your audience. Loving being a drunk is fun, but yeah. you know, there's, there, there's, a, you got to have a point where enough is enough. Yeah, you do. You start getting, uh, you know, start losing tons of money. You know, going broke and getting in car accidents and getting DUIs and all that. You can't. You'll ruin your life. You got to keep going down that road. Yeah, and. Not only that, but it, it destroys. Not only does it destroy your bank account, yep, but it destroys your life. It is it all true. Your health. Yep. No, it's oh, alcohol is very, very Long bad head. for you. It, it, you drink alcohol every day, you're not going to live very long. I can yeah. promise you that. What? What? I, mean, yeah. I was told two glasses of wine a day right. would the antioxidants. No, two uh, two a glass of wine a day for a guy is not bad. It's, right. the it's, it's the, uh, yeah, it's the bottle of Jack. <laughs> yeah, it's the it. bottle of Jack oh, at 9 a.m. Jack Daniels, Zach. <clears throat> uh, Wait a minute. When, when did Tony Lee get into this? Tony Lee with Jack Daniels? Does Tony like Jack? <laughs> He's in the radio. Well, well that's, that's true. true. That's a good point. <laughs> it's the best way to start your morning. <laughs> I suppose it's all true. Uh, Joe, so, so are you wheeling these days, or do you not drink now, or what do you do? I hit the bong, um, pipe. Well, the bong or the pipe, either the bong one. Pipes. Important so clarification. So you're not a big Both. drinker anymore. It's mostly you hit the pipe. The pipe. Um, there is a very influential son of a bitch that. Uh, yeah, I hit the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. There you Joe. go. And now we're in case where point. we're at. <laughs> I love that. Currently. There's this one <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, I like to have him alone. He's a mentor. Mm. Oh, he's a mentor? Do I know he's him? He's an influence. No. I don't know him. Do I know him? You look in the middle asshole. Oh, it's me. Uh, okay. You're, right. the, you're the son of a bitch. Yes, I'm the son of a bitch. Yes, you are. Thank God someone pointed it out. <laughs> no, I tell you what, Joe, and I'm very serious about this, I take two Tom, Tom and I had a talk one day, mm. and he said, today is day one. Dad, today is day one. Yep. Today is day one alcohol. You didn't say anything about taking bong hits and pipe hits. I did not. Uh, you're absolutely right. I said nothing about taking bong hits. It's just or the booze. Or murder. Part. 
<laughs> yeah, but no, Joe's never murdered anyone. I know that. Shut ass. What's that? <laughs> that was Sprinthal being a pain in the ass. Get a bad connection. <laughs> Hello. 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 We're going through the Lowry Hill Tunnel. Oh, wait a minute, what? What was that, Joe? Oh, I was just wondering if Doug has his cat scan yet. No, they're all booked up, apparently. All right, Joe, well, behave. I'm glad you're hitting the bike because I take THC to sleep every night, and I'm damn glad I do because I sleep like there's no tomorrow. I do not get high, but I do sleep like there's no tomorrow. It's wonderful. No tomorrow. Yeah, it's better than booze. It is better than mm-hmm. booze. All right, Pally, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks Thank a lot, Joe. Joe from Louisville, ladies and Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Day. Day, night, both. By the way. By the way. Stevie and Kim were married for three months. Three months. Ooh, wow. That's a three successful. Months. That's a very successful so musical very, marriage. Very Kardashian-esque. Of, yeah. yeah. What was yeah. that like? 1979 or something? 83. 83. They're married for three months. Three whole months. I had heard a it's story. A long I'm three not, months, I bet. I'm not saying the stories about Stevie Nicks. Um, that there was some other. Nicks. What do you call <laughs> a woman crooner? A croonette? Probably Krunsky. Hmm. Crooner, I don't know. No, I think he's yeah, a singer. Crooner. Anyway, I, I had gender a neutral. friend that was dating a, a singer. Again, I'm not talking about Stevie Nicks any mm-hmm. longer. Somebody else. What the hell is wrong it's with like you? Nicks imitation. It is a pretty good imitation, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's going to sound like a Native American chant like over there. You don't like her. We take it. Yeah, apparently he doesn't understand. like no, Huge Stevie Nicks fan. Huge yeah. Nicks fan. No doubt about it. But anyway, uh, he said uh, this other guy, different mm-hmm. different people all the way, no question, said that every morning he would wake up to his wife doing a fifth of, um, what's that? Corvassier. No. Fifth of Corvassier <laughs> and a line of cocaine. Ooh. Every wow. morning. Wow. That's a, What's Cavassier? A cognac. A cognac. It's very similar to Hennessy. Who was the guy in SNL that did that? The ladies' man? Remember, he'd drink Covassier. Covassier. That's right. He would drink Covassier. Yeah. I drink the fancy stuff, so I'm not a drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know that I would consider Covassier. Fancy. fancy. No. <laughs> like, it was popular it back. Buster Rhymes sound, had a rap song about fancy. it back in the day. Cognac was, was cool yeah, that was like the rap thing for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Hennessy yeah. was... Oh, my... Uh, yeah. Hennessy is, like, yeah. the most stereotypical yep. black drink you can have, and it's the nastiest drink in the history of... Sorry if you guys are sponsored by Hennessy, but it is not good. It goes good with Newport, <laughs> so, <right>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, You do, you're like Hennessy and purple? Uh, little, see purple drink. Kool-Aid. I will stand. I will stand up and go, stand up go to bat for purple Kool Aid. But Tennessee <laughs> <laughs> is where I draw the line. You know how many other people had no idea what the hell we were talking about? Would you mix it with purple? You knew immediately what was on They're like, "What the hell are you talking?" I'm not talking about white people Kool Aid. I want extra sugar. Yeah. You ever heard a rap song? You know what purple is. You know what purple drink is. Purple drink. Purple drink. Yeah, absolutely. Codeine. Codeine. Yeah, that's, te- that's yeah, that's technically what it is. But it is. as when you're a child, it's Kool Aid. Yes. 
What do you mean it's codeine? It's what that's purple technically drink what purple, is. yeah. Yeah. Like when they talk Kool-Aid about like a purple codeine. drink in my oh, cup. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah. You're apparently that's not right. as urban low, as yeah. you thought. No, I it's forgot what, about yeah, that. Yeah, Lil Wayne. You're no hep cat. Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Oh, he's going after Tevin now down there. Wow. Well, not exactly the most Because the stupid Packers. Oh, no, there is nothing. There is nothing hood about where I grew up. There's a lot of cars and a lot of cows and tractors in Osceola, Wisconsin. With no hoods. Oh yeah, yes. There you go. Wow. A, lot of hood. Hoods. a lot of drug addicts, but different drugs. Yeah, we had to drive <laughs> yeah. your tractor to school day where I was from. So yep. that's that's how oh, we yeah. did. Yeah. We did was. Too. How'd you get there? You did. Dude, when, oh, I, yeah. when I tell you there was more tractors than cars, yeah. you didn't have a tractor. No, hell no, I didn't have a tractor. I almost drove my lawnmower, but it was too far. Out of I the wanted to drive city. our tractor. What did they say? Last boats again. Black Maryland farmer. That was their deal. <laughs> what are you doing? You talking to Black Maryland farmer? Don't you remember the last poets? No. Oh. Like they're a little before his time. Uh, yeah, you got no, it was time. like 1969. <laughs> the, uh, Anansi the Spider God, like, you know. You I know didn't realize that there was a black national anthem until the NFL just pulled that out yeah, of nowhere. I learned about that. Must have been eight or nine years ago. We were I played in church with my wife and we were looking for something to play uh, for Martin Luther King Day, which was the next day. And so I'm Googling it and I, I see Black National Anthem. So I kind of dug into the whole history and there's so many great versions of people doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. From Mahalia Jackson to uh, Marvin Gaye. But it was written Marvin in Gay. 1900 by. I can't remember the guy's name, but it was to commemorate uh, Lincoln's birthday. Yep. It was oh, a history of the so it's a, even ours. It's a Andy, beautiful song. Leslie wrote the song. <laughs> Let's just pick some random rap song from like Nipsey Hustle and we'll call it <laughs> Nipsey the, Hustle. There we go. The Black National Anthem. Lift every voice and sing. Yeah, yeah lift every yeah, voice and sing. Uh, let's see, James Weldon Johnson and Jay Rosamond Johnson. Yeah, they were okay. brothers. They were brothers. Yeah. Brothers? Brothers, brothers? brothers it was or like white people. Brothers? <laughs> yeah, brothers? <laughs> they were brothers. Brothers? Uh, <laughs> it was like 19, written in 1900 or something like that? Uh, yeah, in 1900. It's because so they have really an oil sketch of these people? But it's a beautiful they were black, song. yes. They okay, were black, you. but they, they were also pictures. something else. Uh, oh. You want to know what they were? Republican. Well, yeah. Well, and back in the well, yeah. day, it wasn't like that Democrat and cool. Republicans switched. <laughs> no, black people were. Yeah. Well, black, black people, people used to be Republicans yeah. up until the, the yeah. Democrats oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. denied being the slave owners, 12, mid, which is complete bullshit, seconds. by the yeah. way. They were all the slave, slave owners. I'm talking about personal skills. Oh, it's okay when you ramble on and on. Off. Okay. We start talking about black issues, and now Catherine wants to <laughs> shut her down. Shut her down, everyone. That's what it was. That's what What Scabovia was that stuff that the guy had the movie like We'll be back in hour two, and Kostaki's in hour two.